Hello, hockey fans. Here we are with another week of Wisconsin prep hockey. And with us tonight is Burglar from up in Weston, Wisconsin. Junior, Webb Junior, who's up there in that area also. Trashers over in Port Edwards. And I'm Dell down here around the Reedsburg area. Tonight we have a special guest with us, and I'm going to throw that on over to Trasher so he can uh, introduce them. All right, thanks, Dell. Uh, tonight we have with us Brianna Seibel from uh, Western Wisconsin Stars. She's also a WIPH correspondent. She's done a lot of good stuff for us. And um, uh, Brianna, tonight I'd uh, just like to talk a little bit about the uh, Minnesota tournament and how you, you guys won that thing. Uh, tell me a little bit about your thoughts on uh, that tournament and the games that you played over there. Um, so we played three games. We started on Wednesday morning. Um, we played versus Wasika. I'm not quite sure exactly kind of where they stand in the Minnesota rankings or, you know, kind of where they're at over there. Um, if I had to guess, I would say that they're, um, not near the top. Um, so we played Wasika our first game. One versus them, 7-0. Uh, we were, or 7-1, to one, actually. We were able to throw in, um, you know, our third line quite a bit. Um, Tiffany Hans Barger, Barger, she's been backing up all season. We were able to get her in for some varsity ice time. So that was pretty awesome. Um, our next game, we played versus Evelis Gilbert, and they're from northern Minnesota. They were um, a little bit better team. I think we kind of came out slow on that Wednesday morning, although the score doesn't necessarily show it in that game versus Wasika. Um, you could definitely tell that we had a couple of days off for Christmas break. Um, then we ended up winning versus Evelis Gilbert, 4-0. Uh, Ellie Bryce, she's a sophomore on a team. She actually got a hat trick in the first period, so that was pretty cool for her. Um, and then that championship game was on Friday morning, played at Ritter Arena, which is where the Minnesota Gophers women's team play. Um, so that was really cool for the girls to get to play in such a nice facility there. And we ended up winning that game, too. That team was Laverne, and I'm not quite sure where they're located in Minnesota, um, that game was five to two. They came out pretty hard, and they made it. Uh, they made it pretty, pretty competitive there for a little bit. Um, but we pulled through and won five to two, and the girls were excited about it. Okay, so I mean, I, I saw pictures of uh, the girls out on the center ice at Ritter Arena. I mean, did. Do you guys look around and say, hey, this is what we could be doing, like, in the future? Uh, or, or how did it kind of go? I mean, it, was, it, it wasn't just, like, ho-hum, oh, another game. It was like, man, this is pretty cool. Uh, is that how it kind of was for you guys? Uh, yeah, we have definitely have some girls on our team that are, you know, wanting to play Division One hockey and definitely – could get there in the future. 
Um, and I think it was pretty, pretty cool for them to be in that type of an environment. And like when you walk in, you see all of their pictures on the walls and you see the, the national championship trophies and, you know, you see Amanda Kessel up there with the Patty Cass award painted on the wall or a, her big picture up there, all the teams, all the Olympians. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of like cool for those girls to see that and to get rewarded to play in such an awesome facility. But at the same time, it's like an eye opener. Like, okay, if I want to be like them, you know, I got to put in the work. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's, you know, sometimes uh, the kids in high school hockey don't always see that. It's like they just – they have success and they think, well, it's just because that's how good I am. But um, in reality, yes, you are exactly correct. Uh, they need to put in the work. Uh, and speaking of work, uh, you guys are uh, pretty high up in the rankings this year. You want to just touch on that a little bit? Um, give me a little bit about your success on the season so far, and then uh, we'll catch up to you later on once we get the rankings uh, full blown out. Um, yeah, so we, we have had a lot more success so far this season than we've had in the past. I would say that, um, the changes are a lot due to, um, like credit to the girls on that. You know, they, they, we can tell them go out there and skate and you got to show up to practice. You got to work hard and we can tell them you got to do the extra stuff on the office and whatever, but ultimately we're not, you can't force them to do that. You know, like we can teach them the power play, but they're the ones that have to listen and they're the ones that have to go out there and, you know, ultimately put the puck in the net. And so really credit to them. We've got a great incoming class this year. We only lost uh, two seniors last year. This year we're only losing four. So, realistically the credit goes all to those girls because you know they're the ones that are putting in the work they do off ice before every single practice they're sore <laughs> the next day a lot of the times they're going home they're shooting pucks they're doing stuff on the weekends they're you know they're making sure they're warmed up properly they're making sure they're eating properly we've got good leadership from our seniors we've got great leadership from our captains our goalie put in the work over the summer to make sure she's where she needed to be. So really that credit goes 110% to them. Hey, Brianna, before we uh, change subject here a little bit, I was kind of going over your schedule and on December 20th, you guys played uh, the ECA stars who I believe at the time were ranked number one uh, in the top 10. And that was a very close game and it was on your home ice. Uh, and it looks like was that an overtime game? Yeah, it was overtime. We actually had a lead the entire game, and we're winning two to one until there's maybe like five minutes left. And, and uh, yeah, was that something that where you know the team said, "Hey, you know, we we can play with this." You know, these are the guys that were right there. You know, and defending state champions, we're able to play right with them now. And yeah. the, uh, what did that do for the confidence of the team? You know, honestly, 
the girls were, I'm going to say, I'm trying to word this the right way. They're, they're not satisfied is what I'm trying to say. I mean, we're, we know we can play with them, but we're certainly not satisfied with losing a 2-1 lead in the last five minutes of the game and then losing the game in overtime. Um, you know, we do have a super young team uh, compared to Eau – Eau Claire's got some really great players, you know. They've got Charlotte back on D, and they've got Ava up there. Those are two girls that are really tough to play against. And we had our freshmen on the ice against them a lot, and they did a phenomenal job. But ultimately, the team's not satisfied with that. And so we're we're looking forward to the next time we get to play them and, and the playoffs because I know it'll be a bloodbath. Yeah, I'm just looking at your your leading scorers here. You mentioned a young team. I see your, your top three scorers. You've got two freshmen and a sophomore um, as as your top scorers. I mean, do, they're they're not intimidated because they they don't know any better. Or they they don't know they're supposed to be afraid of the ECA Stars team or or what? Um, those those girls they've had a lot of success coming up. I think they've got four or five state champions or four or five state championships under their belt already. Um, you know, they're, those girls compete. They're competitors to their core. They look at a team like Eau Claire and they think, you know what, I'm here and I'm going to prove myself. That's the same thing, you know, like those girls, they want to be on the ice with Division One players and they want a one-on-one against Charlotte Akrovic. You know, they want it. They feed off of it. And that's why they have so much success is because they are just straight-up competitors. All right, Brianna. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I've talked to you during the course of the season, and uh, we've, you know, chatted about this, you know, via email or via text or whatever, and uh, talking about how your your young players are ready to step up and are are stepping up and uh i think based on everything we've seen so far uh it that that is definitely the case so uh congrats to you so far and i know based on what you're talking about you are not going to be satisfied with what you have so far so uh good luck the rest of the season um hang tight with us for a little bit we'll do a couple more little segments here and then uh we'll bring you back in later if you're uh able to come back sounds good all right thanks that was brianna seibel uh western wisconsin stars assistant coach and she is also a great contributor for wiph she does a lot for us and we appreciate it thank you brianna so um We'll go on to the next part. Um, I gotta look at my show notes here. Players and, uh, of the week. Uh, or no, no, actually, uh, the next part of this, we're gonna throw it back <laughs> oh. to Trasher, and yeah, Trasher's gonna give us the yeah showdown in Tile Town. Yeah, you're, you're gonna throw up. That. Yeah, you're gonna throw it back to me. So I better get my crap together and get this right here. All right. So uh, showdown in Tile Town is uh, always uh, a very preeminent tournament. Um, toward the holiday season, they usually have eight teams that are all ranked uh, in the top ten you know, or nearby uh, 
top 10 and honorable mention at least. So I was able to make it over to see the third place game and the championship game. Um, third place game was Madison Edgewood and Verona. Verona won that game 6-1. to one. The Edgewood Crusaders had a one nothing lead in the first period. Wack had scored two in the second to take a lead and then basically overran the Crusaders in the third period with four goals, Ryan Ritter, Drew Yeager, Matt Karaluk, and Kale Rufinat in the third for a 6-1 to one win, which, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I saw some good things from both teams, but um, it was a, a kind of a scrappy game. There were some penalties, not, I mean, I guess not a lot. There were 11 total penalties in the game, which I don't even know what a lot of penalties in the game is anymore. I mean, um, it, it maybe seems like a lot, but it's probably not. So the Verona Wildcats took a 6-1 to one win to take the third place game in the showdown in Titletown. Uh, the championship game then took place at 7.30, Wassel West Warriors and Superior Spartans. And that game was, uh, <laughs> that was an interesting game because Superior had gone 11-0 and since they had played Wassel West in the opening game of the season, which they lost. And also in this tournament last year, Wassel West beat Superior in overtime to take the showdown title. So uh, Superior had a little bit of uh, revenge maybe on their mind. And it didn't work out so well for them tonight or that night. Um, It was 1-1 after probably six minutes into the first period. And then West scored two goals late in the period to go ahead 3-1. And they scored again early in the in the second to take a four to two lead or a four to one lead. Superior scored on a shorthanded chance. Um, I was standing by uh, the Superior bench, and Jason Kalen, the head coach of Superior, was talking about, "Come on, let's get going, let's get going, let's get going. We can get back into this." And I think he was a little bit surprised when they scored the shorthanded goal to make it four to two, and he. Probably thought, well, okay, we're back in this. And then two minutes later, West scored again to make it 5-2. to two. And it kind of took the wind out of the sails a little bit, I think, of the, the Superior Spartans, the Columbia Blue uh, team. And then uh, West had a uh, goal in the middle of the third period to make it 6-2. to two. Uh, That was the final. Uh, so it was... I mean, not totally unexpected, but I, I honestly thought, you know, West Superior, I really didn't know who was going to win that game. Um, I know that Superior had been really strong for the last, you know, 11 games of the year. Um, West had played kind of, you know, they were up and down a little bit, but uh, West really took it to them in that game. So... Although I don't know, and you guys too know that, I mean, one tournament or one game doesn't always paint a, a picture of how the season is going to be. But uh, for at least 
a couple days before New Year's Day, the West Warriors took a 6-2 win over the Spartans to win the showdown in Title Town for the second straight year. So, guys, well, that's we, all I have. Yeah, we've, we've been covering that one. They've been hosting a, a good tournament there for a while, and it's, like you said, it's usually featuring, you know, eight of the, the top teams in Wisconsin. And did, did somebody back out this year? What was the deal with the uh, Illinois team in there? I did not really hear about that. Um, what what the circumstances were involved with uh, the Illinois team coming in. But from everything that I heard, which wasn't much, is that uh, it was a major surprise that they got smoked by Eau Claire Memorial 7-1 to um, in the, the fifth place or consolation game on Saturday. I think it was on – yeah, Saturday. Um, it sounded like they they thought that the, the Illinois team was pretty good. So, um, I, yeah, I, I really don't know. I didn't get a chance to talk to Corey McCracken about what the, the circumstance was. But, um, I, I mean, the, the Loyola team performed pretty well, I think. Well, I understand. We have there are but plenty they, of other teams in Wisconsin that oh, are yeah, yeah, yeah. well, too. Yeah, oh, I get that. And, yeah, I did not really hear anything about that, and I, I guess probably because I didn't ask the question. So okay. blame it on me. Send your hate mail to – what's my email again? Oh, trash or wisconsinprephockey.net. There you go. <laughs> or, else, or else send it to MJ, who's once again missing tonight. Um, has anybody spotted him? We do have the award up for him. <laughs> if anybody spotted him down around Janesville or Hobbiton or the Shire or anything like that, you know, if you see any hobbits wandering around, you know, let us know. We miss him. Uh, Dan, yeah, you've seen West, that'd be great. You've seen West a couple times this year, Trasher. Uh, did they tighten up their defense at all in that game against Superior? Because that's the first good team they've played this year that didn't score at least three goals on them. Uh, even though West has a great record and they're winning a lot of their games, that opened, that season opener, they gave up three goals to Superior. They followed it with five to Notre Dame, five to University School, three to Pines, three to Nina Hortonville, Menasha, three to Verona. Um, for what, I mean, that doesn't sound like a lot to some teams, but for Wasa West, that's a lot of goals against. Right. And, um, I, you know, I, I saw, you know, here's the problem with me being at a game. Um, I'm taking pictures. I'm taking notes. I don't get a chance to really see, other than through the camera, what's going on. But um, I, I saw a couple players that were, that were doing pretty well. Um, number eight, Connor Healy, he's a defenseman. He's a young kid. He's a sophomore. He played pretty well. Uh, Jake Bailey, a junior, he was doing very well on defense. Um, and uh, a pretty big kid, Austin Federici, number 19, he's a, he's a senior. And I think he's, like, really improved a lot. He was, like, more of a, a prospect kid. But I think he's 
to me, from what I saw, he, he seems to be doing a, a lot better of a job. So, uh, yeah, to answer your question, I think the defense tightened up a little bit. And uh, Superior, I mean, I think they got frustrated. There was a lot of, uh, I saw a lot of just frustration hits on one end. Like, for example, I won't mention a player, but uh, right in front of me almost, he tried to check the guy into the wall and he, he missed him. And he ended up, I think, hurting himself more than he hurt the other player. And then he skated down to the other end and immediately got a penalty. So there was a little frustration there. And um, I know on the superior bench, and I was from Burglar probably knows where I was standing. There's a little the little toolbox right next to the the visiting bench. So I'm like basically ten feet away from the superior bench and um they you know they were squawking a little bit here and there and i they weren't happy and i mean obviously um the losing team never is happy and uh but i i think to answer junior's question again yes i think that that west tightened it up a little bit they played a good game and they deserve to win that game Thank you, Trasher. And after we've gotten the feedback on the showdown in Titletown, we're now going to throw it over to Burglar for our Players of the Week. Is it Players of the Week or Player of the Weeks? Do we have that discussion already? Yes. It's Am I on mute? It's, oh. we, heard, we heard you. We just weren't acknowledging your, your <laughs> dumb joke. Okay. Anyways... On the girls' side, uh, from the Fox City Stars, we have Annika Horman, who had two assists in a 5-2 to two win over the Eau Claire area stars. Uh, she had three goals and an assist in a 4 to nothing win over Black River Falls, and two goals and an assist in a 6-2 to two win over the Rock County Fury. So Annika Horman from the Fox City Stars, a junior forward, is our girls' player of the week. On the boys' side, I believe Trasher may have mentioned him uh, from Wausau West. In the three games in the showdown in Titletown, he had a goal and an assist. In the opening game, the 4-3 to three, uh, shootout win over Nina Hortonville Menasha, he had two goals including the game-winning goal in the 4-3 overtime win over Verona, and he had three assists in Wausau West's 6-2 championship win over the Superior Spartans. So Sam Teckel of Wausau West, a senior forward, and Annika Horman of the Fox City Stars, a junior forward, are girls and boys players of the week this week. Thanks, Burglar. And now that we know who our players of the week were, let's see how our top ten rounds out this week, and we'll toss it over to Webb Jr. But I already talked on this episode. <sighs> All right. Uh, for the boys, top ten, number one is University School of Milwaukee. Number two is Wausau West. Three is Verona. Four is Sun Prairie. Five is Superior. Six is Onalaska. Seven is Spash. 
Eight is Northland Pines. Nine is Nina Hortonville Manasha. And ten is Notre Dame Academy. Honorable mention for the boys include Hudson, Eau Claire Memorial, Chippewa Falls, Madison Edgewood, and Waukesha. Uh, for the girls, uh, the top five are the Central Wisconsin Storm, the Fox City Stars, the Eau Claire Area Stars, the Western Wisconsin Stars. What the heck? That's a lot of stars. And the... Um, uh, the Warbird Co-op, who I suddenly forgot the cities that are part of that. Fond du Lac and Beaver Dam. Uh, the, the next five for the girls are the St. Croix Valley Fusion, uh, University School of Milwaukee, Hudson, uh, the Cap City Cougars, and the Rock County Fury. Honorable mention for the girls are the Bay Area Ice Bears and Hayward. So what's with All the, right. What's with, awesome, Junior. And what's with, uh, I mentioned this what? before, but two, three, and four are all stars. What's all with the stars? Well, can we talk to a, a young lady that is a part of the stars? Is that okay? That's fine with Brianna? Me. Brianna? Why don't you help yeah. us out here? Okay, okay. so you, got, you guys are ranked number four in the state this year. Number two is the Fox City Stars. Number three is the Eau Claire... Area stars and number four is the Western Wisconsin stars. So what's up with all the damn stars? Must be the name. <laughs> yeah, you think so? Nah, I don't know. So how how do you how do you feel about your ranking? Okay, you guys have like basically worked up from honorable mention number ten and to number six to number five to number four. Uh, so what do you think? Give, tell me a little bit about your success this year. Um, you know, I think I, I think we're right there in that same mix with those top four teams. I think, um, you know, when we play Eau Claire, it's going to be a battle. And if when hopefully we're in a tournament down south um, at the end of January, Hopefully we get to play the Warbirds there. I don't know who else is in the tournament. But I have kind of an interesting take on it because I coach Team Wisconsin, the 19s as well. So I've got a few girls on that Fox Cities team that are on my team. I got Charlotte and Ava and Emmy off of Eau Claire that are on. I've got, um, who else? Off the Storm, we've got some Wisconsin, uh, Team Wisconsin girls. And on Warbirds, we've got quite a few girls on that team as well. So... I do know that they all have some extremely, extremely talented players. Um, and I think it's great that Wisconsin hockey is keeping those players here. And I'm excited to see, you know, some battles. So, Brianna, this, this week you guys take on Viroqua. And then I'm looking a week ahead, a, a week from tonight, actually. You guys will be making a trip down to Hobbs Ice Arena, in which I'm expecting to see a good game between two Stars teams. I mean, it'll be Western Wisconsin Stars against the Eau Claire Area Stars there at Hobbs Ice Arena next Monday evening at 7 o'clock. Uh, what if we made that our game of the week next week? And, you know, what, what would we expect to see at that game? Uh-huh. Um, what I would expect to see from my team, what I'm asking for them is the girls that are scoring goals. I'm asking them to step up and the girls that are, uh, basically we're just, we're expecting everyone to step up. We need to have a good 
a good uh, game from our goalie. We need to have, we need, honestly, we need to play a little bit better defensively. Um, and we have been the last couple of games. We've really stepped up in that sense. Um, you know, when we played Eau Claire uh, last time, we were missing Bailey Bailey Williams. Or she was, she actually played in the game like one or two shifts, but she had um, sprained her ankle when we played Chisago. And so she really tried to get out there for a couple shifts but she doesn't play um, so she actually didn't play in the Minnesota tournament been a huge a huge defender for us you know she's a really strong defender and she's hard to get around she blocks a lot of shots she's got a wicked slap shot um she's smart and so she'll be back when we play Eau Claire hopefully and um you know we're lo- looking for those those younger girls to step up as well um I know they're excited to prove what they've got I know our seniors and our older girls are excited, so I'm uh, I'm expecting big things. All right, guys. Um, <laughs> I mean, to me, you know, I, I've talked to Brianna and we've uh, texted and emailed back and forth for a long time, and <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, She's she's always telling me, hey, this team is something to watch. You got to watch us. You got to watch us. And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, yeah, whatever. You know, you'll be like honorable mention number 10. But then all of a sudden they win games and they keep winning games and they win a big tournament over in Minneapolis. And now all of a sudden they're, uh, they're top four. So um, this team is the team to watch. And I think, you know, if the, pardon my pun, if the stars align and everything works out, uh, this team could be a team to watch in, uh, you know, at the end, maybe towards state tournament time. So uh, good things for the stars. Uh, good things for uh, Brianna and, uh, we appreciate all I've done for Brianna. And um, one more thing that I just want to catch up with you before you go is uh, we would like to thank you all for the all the articles that you've written for um, WIPH on your behalf. Uh, I'm sure you've gotten a lot of traffic. You've gotten a lot of people to, to think about certain things. And uh, we definitely appreciate what you have done for us, and we thank you. Well, I appreciate you guys thinking that what I have to say is good enough to post. <laughs> but um, I just want to comment quick on what you said, Trasher. You know, I know I tell you, like, you got to watch our team. Our team's the one to watch. Watch us, watch us, watch us. And you know what's really fun about our team is that we are, you know, again, I'm a little bit biased. Um, <laughs> but our team is young. And a lot of these teams – the top scorers on their teams, they're juniors and they're seniors. And we've got good girls coming up. And we, I mean, we're, we're graduating Jade Williams. That's Allie Stock, Mackenzie Patton, and uh, Josie Carlson. And Jade Williams has been a big, a big uh, point producer for us. But really, um, I think you guys are going to be excited. And there's some names that are on our team that you're going to continue to see and hopefully you know, even on into college and whatnot, so. 
All right. Um, Brianna, I know you had talked about your uh, your leading scores being freshmen and sophomores, and that is only something that the other teams need to worry about, and that is a good thing for you. Yeah, that's great for us. All right. Brianna, thank you very much for joining us. Brianna Seibel from the Western Wisconsin Star. She is also a WIPH correspondent. She does a great job for us. She does a great job for her team. She's also an assistant coach, I believe, with uh, uh, Coach Witz on uh, the W uh, or the TW team. Um, this is a, yep. a young lady that you need to uh, to know a little bit about. She definitely has got her, her thumb or finger on the pulse of Wisconsin girls hockey. So, Brianna, thank you very much, and uh, Happy New Year's to you. Yeah, thanks for having me, and Happy New Year's to you guys, too. All righty. Thanks a lot. And uh, let's move on to next week's Game of the Week with Burglar. Yeah, thanks, Trasher. I think I'll make a short drive into Wausau to Marathon Park on Thursday as the Fox City Stars come to town. The uh, number two ranked Fox City Stars come into Wausau to take on the number one ranked Central Wisconsin Storm. Uh, Thursday, 7 o'clock, Marathon Park. I will be there for that one. On Saturday, Dell is going to make a trip down to the Nagawaki Ice Arena to watch the Marquette uh, team take on the Kettle Moraine McQuanago Oconomowoc squad down at Nagawaki on Saturday at 7 o'clock. Those are our girls and boys games of the week. Uh, righty. Go ahead, Doug. Uh, well, and with that, we're closing out and looking at going to our final thoughts. And for our final thoughts this week on the Hobie Baker Character Award, I think Trasher has a few words on this. Absolutely. Thank you, Del. Um, Jim Hayes with the Hobie Baker Foundation has been um, basically uh, working with us for the last 13 or 14 years, and I don't remember how long it is, but it's 13 or 14. And um, uh, basically, this is a, an award that is the, the teams nominate their players. They have to be seniors, and uh, basically, the, the nominees win the award. Okay, so it's pretty much cut and dried. If you nominate a player, the player gets the award. So last year, out of, I don't remember the exact amount, um, 100 and whatever it was, 124, only 70%, 70% of the teams were nominated and awarded a Hobie Baker Character Award. So, I mean, really to me, this is very frustrating. Um, you you mean you can't take 
10 minutes out of your schedule to um, nominate a player on your team, a senior player that is deserving of this Holby Baker Award. And it, it doesn't cost you anything. I mean, you can donate if you want to. Um, but basically, it's, it's a great award. It's something that the, the player really appreciates. It looks good on their resume going into college. Hey, I was a Hobie Baker Character Award winner on my high school hockey team. This, how can this not be a great thing? It is. It's a great thing. And yet 30% of the teams last year did not nominate players to win this award. Um, I, I'm very frustrated with it. Um, I can tell you a personal story, um, but I won't. <laughs> why Why this is a, a frustrating thing for me. It's like it should be a no-brainer. Okay, you have a senior on your team that's worthy of this award. Nominate them, please, okay? Um, there's no reason why we can't have 100% participation on this. Um, Jim Hayes of the, the Hobie Baker Foundation told me that um, we had 70%. And I said, well, I'm embarrassed. And he said, well, don't be embarrassed because that's the best partic participation rate that we have in the United States. And I said, I don't care. I'm still embarrassed. So <clears throat> coaches, players, fans, parents, if you're listening to this voice, and yes, I've tossed back a couple beers because it is New Year's Eve, what I'm telling you right now is something that definitely needs to happen. Okay, the Hobie Baker Character Award is a huge deal, and it's something that should be awarded to a senior player on every team in the state. Not just 70% of the players, but 100% of the players. You can ask anybody that has done this. They will tell you it's worthwhile. So please, okay, as a, a favor to me, on New Year's Eve, you're hearing my voice. Nominate your, your deserving senior player to to win this award. It's a great thing. You will feel great about it. They will feel great about it. It's a win-win. Guys, I don't know if I can get more passionate than that, but um, that that's all I got. That That's all I have for uh, 2018, boys. So the rest is all up to you. Thanks, Trasher. And yeah, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to follow up on that. So. And uh, burglar, junior, Trasher. Uh, Happy New Year's to all of you. Be safe this evening if you are going out. And to all the Wisconsin prep hockey fans that we have out there, we hope that 2018 finds you ending the year in good health, and hope for a better 2019 for all of you. And with that, I'm out. <laughs>